We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Our friend Charles Lipson back with us, Professor Emeritus of Political Science at the University of Chicago. He writes for Real Clear Politics, Spectator World, and Wall Street Journal. Charles, welcome back. How are you this afternoon? Thank you. I want to compliment uh, <clears throat> your session on advertising that uh, food donation uh, program where you're getting people together. I heard the ad uh, just well, nice. before I came on. Well, good. I want to say something that uh, obviously it's just a wonderful thing. It's a sad thing that people need it. But I want to say something that I think people may not realize. Th- that sort of thing just doesn't happen in other countries. Well, that, yeah, that's that's it, a good it's point. It's unique. It's yeah. American. Yeah. We don't get credit for stuff like that. I mean, here's, the, here's the thing. I, to say it. Yeah, that's I've, why I wanted to underscore it. Right. It's what we call civil civil society. It's the same thing that when neighbors went out and raised a barn after a neighbor's barn got blown over or burned down. This is an American tradition, and it's wonderful to see your station pitching in on it. Well, I'll kind of expand that to, um, you know, rich people take a lot of grief, and they take a lot of hits. And I, I, I'm not a rich person, Charles, but I know a fair amount of rich people. I have some rich friends. We and- were discussing that flying on your plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I bring it up because the people that I know that, that have means, they're the most generous people that I know. I mean, they, they give to all kinds of charities and organizations. They, they go well beyond, uh, you know, above and beyond because they have the ability to do that. So I think that's important to point I, out as I well. have a, a student who, um, he came from Greece, but I don't think it was unique uh, about Greece. And he was saying, you know, that his mother was talking to her relatives back in Greece, and she was talking about volunteering, I think, at a food bank. And they, they said, well, what do they pay you? And she said, well, nothing. I volunteer there. And they said they just couldn't comprehend it. I mean, it was just beyond their idea uh, that they could comprehend that you would just volunteer like that. So I think it's a wonderful kind of American tradition. Sad we need it, but we often do, and people do it all the time. They volunteer at hospitals. They volunteer to help kids uh, learn to read. They do all kinds of things. Well, let's talk about free speech and Twitter and Elon Musk. And I mentioned I have the Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, who is involved. In fact, um, his deposition of Dr. Fauci was just released yesterday, but they've also been talking to a lot of the folks at Twitter. And here's what that lawsuit is all about. Eric's going to explain it more in a couple hours. I think this is a story of the federal government with all of its vast power and authority colluding with some of the biggest companies in the history of the world to censor Americans, 
to uh, put their thumb on the scale, as you said, of what's out there, what people can actually read and know about before an election. And it ought to scare uh, the bejesus out of every American. I don't care what your political stripe is. I mean, this is out of some dystopian novel. So I would agree that it, it, it shouldn't matter what your political stripe is. But let's face it, the favoritism here when it comes to the, the edits and spiking of the stories and, you know, keeping things secret, that's only happening on one side, not both sides. Attorney General Schmidt is exactly right. He nailed it. I want to draw a distinction. If, um, if I called you up and said, uh, you know, Mark, we, your, your uh, broadcast is too conservative or it's too liberal or you're talking too much about this, and you agreed with me and, we, uh, and shifted uh, whatever you said, there's nothing you people could object to that and they could particularly object to it if it was secret. But we're both private, right? That's we're right. individuals That's right. and your company is a private corporation. Nonprofits are private. Where this really crosses a line is when the government gets involved because even if the government first of all if the government the government's job is to protect speech not to suppress it. Secondly, even if they don't specifically say, don't do this, they have so many resources. They're in such a position to help you or hurt you that you have to listen to what they're telling you. And it's very clear now that they were tilting uh, the playing field. So. You know, let me play this, too, because this is KJP trying to minimize this. The left-wing media is saying nothing to see here, basically. We see this as a, a, an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, how they're letting it happen. And, uh, you know, the president said last week, more leaders need to speak out and reject this. And uh, it's a very alarming and very dangerous. You know, Charles, I think that Karine Jean-Pierre in the White House, the president, the vice president, on down the line, they, they're comfortable with saying those things because they know that they're not going to be challenged. I mean, Matt Taibbi is one thing, but most people don't know who he is. And, you know, they're going to be the way that CNN played this out over the weekend was just utterly embarrassing. But that's what they do. So most people are going to see this as, ah, Elon Musk's the bad guy. Look, this is just something that the Republicans are making hay out of nothing to see here. Yeah, and uh, the New York Times didn't run it at all. Neither did a Washington Post. They just they killed the story about killing the story. It was it, it verged on ludicrous. That's amazing. Um, and for uh, the White House press spokesman to be talking about distractions when what she was doing was holding up another important shiny object, which was uh, the rise of hate speech online. It's not as if there wasn't a lot of it already on Twitter. It just was not the kind of hate speech that seemed to bother her. Uh, what really seems – initially, I thought that what really bothered the left about Twitter was that the free speech would mean that there would be a lot of uh, – discussion by the side that they don't like. Uh, and remember, what they did was they killed a story uh, by the fourth largest newspaper in the United States, the New York Post, That's right. that turned out to be correct. 
But it turns out there's a second thing that that now bothers them, which is that under Musk, we now have all the back files of what the government was actually doing and what they were doing was unconscionable. Well, that that's the part now that I think we need to focus in on, because we've had so many questions in the past years about the FBI and how the Justice Department was, you know, working with this. I, that That's an important issue and it should not go away, even though The New York Times and The Washington Post are not going to pursue it. Uh, I give Matt Taibbi a lot of credit because I don't know, Charles, if you've been reading him recently, but he has been on a um, a big tear about how. This mainstream media is not doing its job, and they are picking sides. They're basing their stories on which jersey they're wearing. And these young editors and and reporters across the country in newspapers, television stations, and I think to a lesser extent radio stations, are they're deciding, they're dictating the stories that are being told. Well, I, I think that's exactly right. I think it's a huge scandal, uh, and it's gotten worse and worse. And it's been encouraged, actually, by uh, the proliferation of channels. So what people do is pick a channel that already fits their views, and then they hear from it. What makes that sad is when you see that at CBS and NBC and uh, the Washington Post and the New York Times. I also want to draw the distinction between the editorial page, which ought to be free to say whatever it wants, and the news pages, which can bias the news both by what they include or exclude and by the way they frame the stories. And what I was saying about the New York Times and Washington Post is just killing an important story like this is an editorial judgment, and in my view, one they ought to be called out for. Well, it's basically, I mean, if you really think about it, this is why, and again, this kind of gets into the weeds. I never know how much the audience is aware of all the the nuance here with some of these things. But that's why Barry Weiss left the New York Times, because of the Tom Cotton editorial, where they refused to run an editorial by a United States senator. And she basically said, enough is enough. This is ridiculous. But even that. And she's been handed, by the way, she's also been handed the files. Uh, by Elon Musk. She's going to do what apparently is a long-form report on it. But I think that the underlying, uh, and that will have a big impact, I think, if she releases that kind of, that kind of information. Uh, there is one murky area here. Uh, we, there is certain kind of speech we don't allow. Well, leaving aside the kind of speech that obviously a direct threat, I will kill Mr. X, we don't allow that. But we also restrict certain speech about financial instruments. I promise you 20% a year income, you know, and, and medicine. Uh, I promise this pill will make you lose 30 pounds right away. Yeah, well, look, I'm regulated by some of that as a broadcaster, right? right? Right. But what I think you have is the CDC and others who've used their power uh, to regulate certain kind of medical speech to basically prevent a discussion of things that should be open to discussion, like where, we still don't know, where... Uh, the COVID uh, uh, virus originated. Was it manufactured and did it escape from a lab? Did it, you know, whatever. And and the U.S. government tried to suppress that discussion in social media fora. 
And and that's simply wrong. And the people who did it should be called out for it. I don't know that what they did was illegal, but uh, we need to have better laws that make all of that transparent. Well, one of the reasons for that is that, let's face it, if you look back at the past couple of years, I can even use what's happening with Nancy Pelosi and, and her husband in, in that incident as an example. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist on that, but the lack of release of information is what leads to more conspiracies. So when, when you're and trying, they fired the one guy who seemed to report it. <laughs> yeah, Miguel Almagar from NBC. Well, I don't think they suspended him. He's not been it's, seen. He has not right. been seen since he did that story. He did nothing wrong. He actually report. This is, Cooper has been seen more often than that guy. Charles, he actually reported something that was absolutely factual. In fact, the TV station in San Francisco did the exact same story, and he gets suspended, and he's never. I don't know if we'll ever hear from the guy again. That's unbelievable that that's there's that much collusion even in the media. Now, let's be honest. You know that Pelosi's office and the Democrats got involved in that. NBC runs it that morning on the Today Show. It's a live story. He's gone. They scrub it from the websites later in the day. That is really amazing when you think about it. It is absolutely amazing. But as I say, uh, government officials have tremendous leverage over private corporations. So when they begin to enter intervene. Uh, and we've seen them intervening all over the place. Uh, take the, Go back to the Hunter Biden computer, which is what a lot of this story has been about. Remember, it was about Twitter killing uh, any discussion of that story, right. including its honest reporting. But the uh, computer repair guy says that uh, the FBI guy uh, said to him, and I've not heard it refuted, um, that people who don't talk about these things, nothing ever happens to them. Well, was I mean, I take yeah. that as a threat. Absolutely. You I know, right. and, uh, and uh, that person should be called to testify whether he did say it, whether he didn't say it, what it meant, who were his bosses. And remember, when that was turned into the FBI, the FBI did nothing with it. The FBI sat on it and killed us. Yeah, that's problematic. Charles Lipson, got to get to a break. I appreciate it. It's always great to have you on. Thank you so much. We'll talk talk soon. All right, take care. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 